following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. We are one day away. I am your co-host, Kyle Rennie. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Gary Holt. Gary, how are you today? Dude, it's so close that I can almost taste it. Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? (laughs) We are at time of release here, one day away from the 2021 NFL Draft. That's right, guys. We've been working at this for quite some time now. Um, the hopes, the preparation, the studying, all of the above, and it's just about draft day now. Gary, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling confident, um, with all our blood, sweat, and tears put into this, that, uh, we're going to have a good, a good time, a good production, and hopefully a, a lot of fun. Yeah, we have done a whole bunch of homework, a whole bunch of testing, and a whole bunch of guesswork trials trial by error trial by fire um our our tech guy jason halt your brother helping us learn how to do the twitch game uh our moderator ryan pizner has been helping us we are slowly but surely losing our mind but we are ready to figure this out and hopefully take over sports podcasting (laughs) um but before we go further into that, today we are going to do our homework, and we're going to release our final mock draft of the year. Uh, sort of final. <laughs> sort of final. Gary's going to re- revise his before the big day. Um, we put together three rounds. Gary, did you do three or did you do two? I did two. We said we are doing two on the air. We did two. We're going to do two on the air. I put together a third round just for <clears throat> for premise on t- our Twitch show. Uh, but let's... Let's get into it before we really get too far here. Um, pick number one overall. Do we have any changes? Who are we going with, Gary? Um, we have um, Lever Torrance, I believe. Yeah? <laughs> quarterback out of Stanford? Yep. No, obviously it's going to be the same quarterback it has been for <clears throat> basically a whole year now, maybe two years. Um Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson, nothing changing there. Yeah, I'm still going to go Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. It would have to be a real barn burner to see that change. Uh, pick number two, the New York Jets. I'm still going to stick with quarterback Zach Wilson at second overall. Yeah, Zach Wilson seems to be their guy there. <clears throat> I can see the Jets being the Jets and maybe changing the whole draft and going like Trey Lance. That's the only way um, I see this draft changing is with the Jets, but I think it's pretty much set in stone that it's Zach Wilson. Yeah, uh, pick number three. This is where the fun begins. Um, The San Francisco 49ers, this is a hotly contested pick here. I've got them going still with Mac Jones, quarterback of Alabama. Yeah, I don't have any changes um, from my drafts with Mac Jones either at three. Um, It's a lot, a lot of talk, a lot of chatter with the NFL insiders that Mac Jones is the guy for Shanahan. Um, 
Other people believe it's Trey Lance. I just, I'm not buying it. I think... Chris Sims is still doubling down on this. Yeah, I, th- I think um, they, they even said today, I believe, or there was a tweet out um, that Shanahan was like, we wanted to move up to three to make sure we got a starting Our quarterback. Our quarterback, yes. Well, a starting quarterback. And Trey Lance, to me, is not a starting quarterback year one. Um, you get Mac Jones, he's a guy who's going... To, and they've said before they don't really care about value. They want to get their pick, if that makes sense. They want yes. to get their... they want to get it right. They want to get their player... Um, they don't care too much about value, so if you're overdrafting on a guy who's going to be your starting quarterback, then that's what they're going to do with Mac Jones. Uh, side note: There was actually a guy on Twitter today who offered to cut his left testicle off oh. and drive across country to deliver to Chris Sims if Chris Sims is correct about being Mac Jones at this pick. Chris Sims said, "No, thank you. I will pass." <laughs> um, pick number four here, Gary. This is where I think we can get interesting. I got a little interesting. What'd you go with? With the news that Julio Jones is being considered on the market, I had Jamar Chase. I understood that Julio Jones is on the market. I, however, went with Trey Lance at quarterback. Okay. Um, I think that they're looking to turn over the original offense. Julio will not be tra- will not be traded this weekend. I will say that. Yeah. He figured- needs it needs to be a post June first trade. If they trade him this weekend, he still counts as $23 million. If they trade him after June 1st, he is a $15 million cap save. Um, so I'm going to go quarterback. You're going to go wide receiver there. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just i basically doing a plug-and-play kind of thing. That's fair. I considered I, – I actually restarted my whole draft. I had Kyle Pitts at four. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, I restarted. So I did a little homework on this. Kyle Pitts is not set for the type of offense they run. No. So that, to me, felt like a wasted pick and was not the scheme fit. Um, so that's what kind of talked me out of him. Uh, pick number five. I have the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm still going with Jamar Chase here. Gary, what are you doing? I had them doubling down and taking the best player available um, as a skill position, and I have them going with Kyle Pitts. Um, I would have chose Jamar Chase here. But since Chase goes to the Falcons for me, I have them taking um, a prolific tight end, a generational tight end, and a target Burrow will appreciate um, for the rest of his career. Um, pick number six. Six for me, I have the Dolphins going with um, the best lineman available. I think um, you could grab some solid receiver talent later if that's what they're looking for. There's tons of receiver talent, um, but there's not – premier tackle talent within the first out of the first three tackles, if that makes sense. So I have them going with Penny Suell at um, number six. To Miami? Yes. Interesting. Um, I mean, our top six has got a little funky. I go pick number six to Kyle Pitts, tight end. Uh, I hate it. I don't want to see it as a Bills fan, but as a Dolphins fan, you should be giddy about this. It is... It is. It's a good pick for the Dolphins, but at the same time, it's not because you have Gasecki who you're going to have to pay. And that basically says, hey, we might just move on from Gasecki. And Gasecki's not a bad tight end. He's a top tight end. So, No, and that's the thing. I think Gasecki's still going to be there the, the rest of his deal. But I think it's going to muddle things after that. But Miami's going to be really tough to cover in that meantime. Right. Uh, pick number seven, Detroit Lions. I went Jalen Waddle here. Okay, I wanted to squeeze Waddle in here, but I had them taking Devonta Smith just because, um, I don't know, it just seems like a Lions pick. 
Just put everything like, else to the wayside. Type, yeah. Take the top flashy name to mm-hmm. try to qualm your Detroit fan base. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you could even go corner here because there's. It's a little high for corner. But I just can't see them going corner back to back. No, that but high. the uh, the fans and um, a lot of the I want to say upper staff were not happy the way um, Akuda, Akuda played, played last year. So I mean, he's a rookie co- corner. I know, but that's just what's what I'm hearing on the grapevine. Fair enough. Um, pick number eight, the Carolina Panthers. I went with Penny Suell here. I had um, the Panthers doubling down and going more receiver talent. I had them scooping Jalen Waddle, so I had both Alabama receivers going back to back, and they actually probably could be picked back to back in different orders. It could be Waddle or Smith, um, but I had Smith going first and then Jalen Waddle to the Panthers. I had, I think I had Pitts falling to the Panthers at one point in one of my mock drafts, but I just don't see it happening this time. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I feel like they have a bunch of needs. That aren't quarterback and running back. Yeah. So I they they could go any which way. I think they're content at receiver mm-hmm. at least for now. I think uh, I think Carolina's in one of the best spots to to really add a good solid piece with how the way the board's gonna fall. Um, pick number nine. I went Denver Broncos. I went Justin Fields here. You and I are on the same page. Um, I also went with Justin Fields. Um, there's a possibility that a team might trade up if they see uh, Fields falling a little bit. But um, the rumor being right now, um, a lot of teams are not really keen on trying to trade up into the top ten because of how much a uh, how much the San Francisco 49ers paid to move up to three. They moved two firsts and, a, and, a, and whatnot just to get from, where were they? Um, the 49ers were yeah, they 12. were 12. So uh, these teams are kind of, a little hesitant because there's a high price tag to move up to the top ten. Yeah, um, and, and Denver's a team that ultimately, as well, does want an upgrade at quarterback. Right. So, as we've said, they uh, they're going to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Number ten. I know we went two different ways here. I went Dallas the same way. I've gone across the board. I think this is the. I think I do this every year with Dallas because they need secondary help and they never mm-hmm. take it. Uh, I went Patrick Sertan the second out of Bama. Um, I was toying around with the corner because I kept giving him corners, and then um, I think at one point I had him. I had maybe Pitts fall to him in our first draft. Um, we didn't do any trades for this draft either. We just kind of were like, yeah, it's it it gets a little muddled doing a two round trade mock mm-hmm. because at that point you really have to start paying attention, and if you're trading and getting second rounders, you've also got to make sure you're doing those second rounders and the trades make sense. And I don't think there's going to be too much trades outside until we get to the twenties. I think most teams are going to stick where they are right now unless there's like a really bad slide down, like Jamar Chase to the fifteen or something crazy like that. Um, but I got uh, I got uh, Dallas going with Micah Parsons um, with the retirement of Sean Lee. I think that they're gonna have the best name available, and I think Micah Parsons kind of is a Jerry Jones pick. He's like, okay, this is a, a name person. That's fair. Um, and it'll be a solid. I think that's one of the better teams that Parsons could land. Um, I think there's they got a strong linebacking core, and he can learn from those guys there. I just I also know that Jerry Jones is a mark for former players. Yeah. So someone like Patrick Sertan the second whose father played in the league for mm. ten years, I could see being somebody that Miami's all over. Um thirty seven interceptions in ten years. Yep. Pretty impressive. 
Um, the New York Giants. Going back-to-back quarterbacks here. Give me J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. I had the Giants going tackle and then scooping up Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Um, they could play him at tackle. They could play him at guard. Um, it's it's a nice little hybrid piece for him. Absolutely. On the offensive line. It's interesting because earlier today there was news out there. I put it out on the page uh, as of recording this being Monday. The Chargers tweeted and later deleted a trade. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if there was something that was like supposed to happen and it fell through or no, if it was just it a mistake. It was to go up to this pick right here. Um, Unless it was a mistake by the department. I don't know. That, that, was, that was definitely weird. There was, yeah. I mean, a little specific to have all your details out there, the 13th and the 77th pick for the number 11 pick. But uh, I digress. The Philadelphia Eagles here at pick 12, their fan base is excited. They get Devonta Smith. I had him going corner at Patrick Sertin. They need a corner, that's for sure. But uh, I think I addressed it a little later on. Um, Pick number 13, the L.A. Chargers. This is where I had your dude, my dude, Rashawn Slater. Yeah, it'd be a good pick for him. Um, Unfortunately for L.A., I had uh, Rashawn Slater going a little bit um, before that. So I have them taking the next best available, Christian Derrissaw out of Virginia Tech. Ironic. Pick number 14 for me in the Minnesota Vikings. I have Christian Derisaw, Virginia Tech. <laughs> I have another tackle going to the Vikings, but I have Elijah Vera Tucker. Okay. Uh, he can play everywhere across the line. Yes. He's more of a very stopgap. I've got his name coming up in a couple picks, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of all along the same mold here. Um, pick number 15, the New England Patriots. This is one where it was an odd, f- odd fall and an odd fit, but mm-hmm. I think I liked it. I want Micah Parsons here at 15 in New England. Yeah, I've seen early mocks saying the, that uh, Micah Parsons falls to 15, and that's a scoop for Bill Belichick. But for my pick, I have um, the I have another Gamecock who's going to play with another Gamecock. I have J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn joining uh, Stephon Gilmore for yep. all of a couple of days. Yep. <laughs> I think that would be a good pick for him. Um, I would personally dislike the pick as a Bills fan, but I think um, I don't believe the quarterback hype in the first round for the Pat- the Patriots. I think they're going to roll with what they got, and then maybe make a trade, try to go with Garoppolo or somewhere else along the line. I I don't think you pay Cam Newton ten million dollars for one season for him to be a backup. Correct. Um, pick number sixteen, Arizona Cardinals. Offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker. <laughs> nice. Um, <clears throat> I felt that was a nice pick to fall there. Um, I don't think in the in past mocks I've had him there, but I think I had a little bit of goofy shit going on this mm-hmm. time. There's so many talented tackles. Offensive line pieces in general, really, yeah. Um, and that's one of those pieces where even if they don't want to start him at left tackle, they have so many spots on the line that they really need to yep. fill it with Arizona to try to keep Kyler Murray from running for his life. Um, that that pick just made sense to me. I had, I think I addressed the tackle position later. I'm not sure. I got to double check, but I have the Cardinals replacing uh, Patrick Peterson, and I have them scooping up Greg Newsom, the second out of Northwestern. I like it. Um, they definitely they do need corners. So. Yes, I was. I think early on, I I was gonna. I had them as a dark horse for a running back. Yeah, but then they signed James Conner, so I'm like, uh, no, they don't see it. I dig it. Um. 
the Vegas Raiders. I went offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State. He's a big boy. He is a big boy, and I think Vegas fans are going to um, burn me at the stake here, but I have them going with a John Gruden-type pick, a name that people might not have heard. We've talked about him before. Um, Walker He's little. little. Yeah, Walker Little out of Stanford. I believe he took a year off. I believe so as well. Um, but the, the thing was his talent it's was a first undeniable. Round grade. It was a first-round grade of um, talent at th- the time. And that's, that's what's going to make this draft so fun when you look back on a couple of years. There are so many players that going into the year had first-round talent grades that might have taken the year off and slid out of that draft. I mean, Sean Wade missed part of the year. He was originally a top-15, top cornerback lock. Um, Walker Little, David uh, Davis Mills is kind of in that situation. Uh, Kellen Mond's kind of in that situation. Uh, was it Mond or Newman who set the year out? Newman? Uh, Newman set the year Newman out. Newman set the year out, and he could have probably improved his draft stock. Um, Gregory Rousseau. So, like, there's a lot of guys that slid out of being first-round talent. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. I had him I had him later on because I realized he was still sitting on my draft board. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a – people are going to be mad if he goes in the first round, but I think – It's a possibility. There's always one random offensive ta- offensive lineman who goes in the first round that nobody saw coming, and so I totally understand if it's him. Um, pick number 18, I have not changed this through three picks yet. Quiddy Pay edge the Miami Dolphins. I uh, since I had um, Penay Sewell going, I had them address their receiver uh, position. Um, the reason I did it this in in the first round still is because there's a ton of receiver talent, um, and I think once you get out of like the second round, um, you start losing the starting receivers. You'll get like depth, but even with there being a ton of talent. Um, I wanted them to still get a uh, like a starter for Tua, so I had them going with Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I like it. Um, I think I, I think we'll talk about it on tonight's episode. I think that was one of my second round picks. I had Miami's got a couple second rounders, maybe. Yes, they have two um, second rounders. I address a wide receiver in the second round, so we'll talk about that a little later. Um. This was an interesting one. Everybody keeps saying Washington wants to improve their linebackers. Their defense was scary as is. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps going Uwusu Koromoa. Mm-hmm. I went the opposite direction here. I went Zaven Collins out I mean, of Tulsa. Yeah. He's a big boy. He's a he isn't. I think he's two seventy. Six four. Six four two seventy. He's built more like an interior lineman, but. He's that old school linebacker. I was more than happy to give him to to Washington yeah, in that and spot. They, don't they already have uh, their front fours loaded? They got a Bama linebacker there. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I can check on that. Uh, is it Ruben Foster? Maybe. Yes, uh, Washington football. I mean, if you grab Zayvon Collins and you got Ruben Foster, that's a very very scary linebacking core. That's a scary front seven. Mm-hmm. Um. There are lads, Washington depth charts. On defense, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen on the interior. Montez Sweat, Chase Young on the two edges. Um, Cole Holcomb, John Bostic, and Kaliki Hudson. Okay, so their their linebackers are a little goofy. Um, Where the heck is Ruben Foster? I thought they had Ruben Foster. Did he retire? Maybe. Or maybe he's got released. I don't know. He's a free agent. Okay. I know they did have he him. He is a free agent. 
Um, so, okay, I guess that would make even more sense at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you have to Washington? I had, without trades, um, I had Trey Lance out of North, North Dakota State. I think there's a chance that he falls. I think, I think there's a lot of hype around him. Um, and I think once he gets past, uh, once he gets past New England, he could even fall further. Um, I just, I just don't see the hype train around him, but I think Washington's a good spot for him because then it's a good competition for Heineke and then you can really see what's going on there. I, I'm intrigued by it. Um, I don't think we'll get to it in this mock because I think it was my third round, but I did give Washington a quarterback finally. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. It's something I can see is is feasible. Mm-hmm. I can see a trade up for for Washington for Trey Lance um, or Fields, depending on who goes where. But um, to me, Trey Lance is gonna be the one that falls. Um, pick twenty. We are here. I believe you just mocked him two picks sooner. I had a hard time picking for Chicago. Yes. They are kind of in a weird spot. They need a quarterback. But there's not going to be one where they're sitting. But they also need to address possibly not having Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. They need to address corner. They need to address quarter. They need to. They don't need to address tight end, that's for sure. Um, I went with Rashad Bateman here. Yeah, that's a good spot. That'll be a very nice addition to that receiving core, especially since... Did they... Did they, they franchise Allen Robinson, but Allen Robinson wants out. They were still talking about trading Anthony Miller, a former mm-hmm. second-round pick. So come the season, it might be Rashad Bateman and Darnell Mooney. Right. Um, he hasn't signed his tender yet, right? I don't believe so. He was he was adamant he did not want to stay in Chicago. Yeah, so um, they definitely might go receiver in the first. Um, well, that's not true. He said he'd be open to staying, but he was not a fan of the, of the franchise tag. Yeah, right. You gotta give him what his number is. Who do or you got to Chicago? I have Chicago going cornerback first and grabbing Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. I like it. Just don't let him play the right side. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that. Uh, I don't know if he's a listener of the show, but a friend of mine, Aaron, came over today. I hooked him up with some stuff for his. Uh, He's doing a, a can drive for charity, and I hooked him up with, or we were talking all the stuff going on with these players, and I said, yeah, man, uh, we don't like anything to do with Caleb Farley on the right side. He goes, what do you mean? I go, it's the damnedest thing. We watch tape, and the kid can't strafe left. I go, hell of a player on the left side. Yeah. Don't make him strafe inside. Um... Pick number 21, Colts fans are going to come in my life with this. Um, I don't know, because I gave them pieces based on knowing that Ballard doesn't like to reach. Right. And ultimately, we know their number one need. They need a left tackle. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody I felt comfortable not being a reach at 21. And in terms of the fact that we know that that team's very close as is, I gave them Jalen Phillips. Okay. Um... I'm not even sold on Jalen Phillips, and it's not his talent. It's the injury front. Yeah. But the kid can do all the stuff right. Right, very talented, but the question is, is he going to play for more than one season or two seasons? 
Yeah, and and or, or is he gonna overcome it, change the way he plays, and, and have a long career? I don't know. He's got all the talent, though. I would have loved to give them a, a tackle, but the way that my mock fell, I would have been reaching, and I would have been giving a second round talent, honestly. Right. And I just and thinking as Chris Ballard thinks, I I couldn't bring myself to do it. He's that is a, play, a a GM that I have said on multiple occasions on different shows that I have the utmost respect for. He's one of the smartest GMs in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I ended up with Jalen Phillips, edge out of Miami, on this one. I did have them scooping up a tackle, and I had them taking Tevin Jenkins. Well, you threw a wrench in this because yeah. where where my most recent tackle went mm-hmm. was Tevin Jenkins, mm-hmm. and you went with thinking the way. Gruden, Gruden would have thought, and you went with the guy well off draft boards. Right. So we kind of both exercised thinking different GM ways here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so edge and tackle. Uh, pick number 22, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I added to the defense that I know they lost. I went edge Aziz Ajilari here. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I know that they, they need a lot... Um, Defensively, I they could go. They could use a corner. Yeah, they could go edge corner, maybe even, maybe a safety. Um, but I had them going with Elijah Moore. Um, they lost. Uh, they could use that as well. They lost Corey Davis. Um, and they love adding offensive pieces, so I had them going with Elijah Moore on offense from Mississippi. I heard murmurs that Deshaun Hamilton, the receiver with mm-hmm. uh, Denver. Mm-hmm had interest from Tennessee of possibly throwing a late-round pick to acquire him, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder then if, like, okay, they're not looking to add an early part. I could see them doing all of it, if we're being totally honest. Um, Tennessee, for as much as they need, also can kind of do whatever the hell they want at this pick, yeah, I mean, right. as, as can any team, but Tennessee still had a team that looked really, really good. Um... The New York Jets, and what is, I believe, Seattle's pick here. This is where I went Greg Newsome. No, I did not go Stone, Stone Forsyth. <laughs> I didn't go with a third-round tackle. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Frank. It's a really cool name, though. Uh, yeah, out of Florida. I don't know. We, we, we watched enough tape on him. I mean, the good news is Kyle Trask always had light, or always had a, had a clean pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went Greg Newsome, cornerback in the Northwestern here. The Jets need help on all sides of the ball. This is going to help start fire that team back up. Yeah, it's definitely um, a good spot for him. Um, but I had them taking one of the better edge rushers available. Um, hard to pass up Quiddy Pay if he falls this far to you. Um, I know a lot of teams, or a lot of mocks have Quiddy Pay to the Jets. Um, and I follow that very much so. Fair enough. I just, I know when you and I watch it, and I think one of my issues is I fell in love with Pay as a prospect. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that I keep putting him in the AFC East because it's going to piss me off in two, three years when we're uh-huh. consistently getting beat by him. But I really liked what Quiddy Pay had to offer. Mm-hmm. And I like his I like his punch. He comes off that line fast and he uses his hands well to beat. He's got a high motor. He does. Um, pick number 24. This is one of those ones, and I hate it, but Pittsburgh has kind of been able to, to deem for me that they always draft an offensive lineman that doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. This is where I kind of went with a reach at offensive tackle, and I went Alex Leatherwood from Bama. Uh, you can't say much because Bama always tends to produce quality linemen. Right. But they're never like 
They're never all pros. They're Correct. always okay. Yeah, and then they'll cash out in the, in the open market, and somebody will go, oh, maybe I can make him an all-pro, but he never becomes an all-pro. I think the best one that has come out in recent years has been Chance Wormack. No. No. I, that, that would be my pick if I had to pick one. You looking it up? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to look it up. Um. I ended up reaching as well. For a few hours. I'm not buying the running back in the first round. Um, I know that you need a run game, but there's a lot of talent at running back. Um, I just I can't bring myself to to have the Steelers draft a running back in the first round. They they're not known for that, and they never really draft the same the player that you think they're going to draft as well. I had them going with uh, Dylan Reduns or Reduns. I love State. Dylan Reduns. I know, but it's a little reach here at 24. Absolutely. But they need a tackle um, unless they can sign Villanueva back. But right now, until that happens, I have them with a tackle in the first. Um, so, or were we talking only left tackles or were we talking all offensive tackles? I was, or all offensive I line? was just going all offensive line. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> Ryan Kelly, the center from Indy, who's potentially the best center in the league right now, or one of the top ones. And, I mean, even to last year, Jedrick Wills was a first-rounder, went 12. And Jonah Williams, who... you got to give him a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do, because uh, you get some guys... Uh, who did the Bills take in, like, the second a couple of years back? Cyrus Quandro. Yeah, you get guys like that. Yeah, but that. didn't even look good out of the gates. He, he had talent, it's just he had knee issues. Um, oh, those are, okay, yeah, those, that's not the round they got drafted, but I know they were all first rounders there. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Moving on, Jacksonville, what did you do with the Jaguars here? I had them going safety. I have them taking Trevon Morig out of TCU, grabbing the top safety. I know that they could use maybe... Um, a receiver, or uh, it could grab a running back, add to that running back, um, do, grab them a running back duo, but I think that they add another piece and get them a starting safety. See, I, I, I'm still not getting where everybody's bagging on Jacksonville on needing a, a first three-round running back. I'm not saying you are, but no. I, I, when I was on and building my mock, that kept popping up as like, oh, biggest team needs. James Robinson ran well last year. Yeah, it's just you need the one two sometimes. You're right, but I'm not I'm not gonna make that have to be my first or second round need necessarily. Um because I feel like anybody you're gonna take a running back first or second round is gonna become your bell cow. Or unless, needs to be an immediate different maker and is gonna get the slot over. Unless Trevor Lawrence says, Hey, get ETN, and then they're like, Okay. Well yeah. But uh pick number twenty five for me, I added some friendly help for Trevor Lawrence, and I went to Darius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida. That's a very decent spot for him. I think I mocked him originally there, originally. Last uh, time I think it was mock two you put Tony mock two, there. Um it's it would be a nice little addition. I've seen Tony jumping up to being a possible top fifteen pick. Yeah. And that's a kid you and I were high on from the get go here. He, I think he could be drafted over like maybe Bateman. Um but I, th- I, I think that if he doesn't go in the top 15, he's going to be under the radar, and whoever grabs him is going to get a steal. Agreed. Um, pick number 26 here. 
You gave Jacksonville's pick, right? That was... Yep, I gave Jacksonville's pick. I gave him uh, Morig. Yes. Uh, pick number 26, Cleveland Browns. Everybody continues to go, well, they need an edge. Well, I mean, they got their edge. Yep. If I'm Cleveland and I'm trying to round it out, I'm going to go with Christian Barmore here. They've got two edges now, and Miles Garrett and Jadavion Van Clowney. They have Tack McKinley. Uh, I don't think you need to put any more edge rushers in the first round in that room. So mm-hmm. I'll gladly add to that D-line just on yeah. the interior. I ended up giving them the linebacker that they need. Um, ends up falling here all the time. I gave them Owosu Koromoa out of Notre Dame. Um, basically a Swiss Army Knife linebacker. Very, very good value for Cleveland here. Um, and they get a steal at 26. I like it. Uh, 27. This this screams Baltimore Ravens pick here. Uh, I went edge rusher out of Penn State, Jason Away. I don't necessarily like what Away brings to the table. I think that there's a lot that he has to learn there. Mm-hmm. However, the upside and the talent, being able to learn from a defense coordinator that, that you've got in in. Baltimore and being able to learn from some veterans ahead of you, I think that's a guy who would fit well in Baltimore scheme. Yeah, I also went with a very Baltimore pick here, but on the other side of the ball, a Baltimore type receiver, um, a guy who didn't really produce a whole ton in college, but he's got a good size. <clears throat> Excuse me. I went with Terrence Marshall Jr. out of LSU. It just seems like, hey, let's get. Let's get a big-bodied receiver, and maybe Lamar Jackson can throw to him. This was this is the first mock I've had where Terrence Marshall does not go in my first round. Mm-hmm. The first two picks, I had Terrence Marshall at 28 to New Orleans. That's where we are now, pick mm-hmm. number 28. I went with Caleb Farley here. That number two corner's kind of been an issue for mm-hmm. the last couple of years. We know Marcus Lattimore's a good-to-great player there. I helped solidify that defense that I think they're going to be needing to turn to more which Ruby's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went Farley happily at 28 here. What'd you do? I have them, um, since they lost a Purdue Boilermaker, I added a Purdue Boilermaker. Uh, I had them grabbing Rondell Moore, obviously, at a Purdue. Um, for those people who don't listen or who don't know football or don't know schools, uh, Drew, Brees. Drew Brees was a Boilermaker. He was. Um,. I I like it. Um, I know that they could use some help there. I think I could address it later on, and I think that there are no top available talent. That seem that seems to be the New Orleans theme yeah. of things. Uh, I think Mickey Mickey Loomis might be their GM still. Um, mm-hmm. They like to take their bargains. If there's a yeah. guy who doesn't belong there, they will jump on him. Although they did get fleeced out of that New England deal that one year where they tried to go for. Um, oh, when they moved up for. The D end. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, I mean, the year before that? Oh, I was even talking about they gave, they traded Cooks away for, like, a first or something, and the, the the pick didn't go through, and then New England still ended up with Cooks or something. I don't know. That wasn't, it was, it that was a, didn't happen. It was a weird thing that happened. Um, um, it was, they wanted, it was going to be Cooks for one of the corners. I think it ended up being a second, but. Yeah, it was or, Cooks it, for yeah. a corner or something, and it ended up not falling through or something because he didn't pass it. I don't know. It was weird. They got fleeced, though. Um, pick number 29 here, Green Bay. I went Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. I went with Kadarius Tony at 29. 
Which um, which naturally means they're going to take an, uh, an interior guard because they're not going to yeah. get any help for Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a punter. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're we're finally getting some assistance here, trying to help out Aaron Rodgers in his last championship run before we transfer to Jordan Love. That's right, I said it, Frank, Jordan Love, not Justin. Um, <laughs> pick number 30, the Buffalo Bills. I just, I can't seem to find a place where I mock him knowing who has needs and just knowing the Buffalo struggled with the tight end last year, he just always falls here and he's like that golden piece. I continuously put Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa here. Mm-hmm. I hate doing it because I feel like such a homer. But, and and I probably would have changed this as I was doing this. The news came out. It's mm-hmm. a guy, I believe, you didn't even put him here either. Um, it's, it's a guy who I like but I don't want to pick this high, but apparently Buffalo's super high on Travis Etienne. Yeah, and especially with um, Brandon Bean's interview saying that they don't have any home running hitting home run hitting running backs, and outside of like the first two, you don't really get that home run style. There's very quick running backs in the, um, that are. I mean, to be fair, I think Kenneth Gainwell's close to being a home run hitter, but. Yeah, I just if to me home run hitter it's like Etienne and Harris. Harris. Um but I like I agree. If we go running back in the first round, if it's either of those two guys at thirty, okay, because it's at thirty, it's not like we're picking them at like fifteen. Uh, um but I had the Bills going with a cornerback here. Um a scheme fit. Um, a very good zone guy. I watched him on tape a little bit, and he's always in the right place at the right time. Natural ability to make a play. Yeah. Um, Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. I like it, man. Uh, I like Samuel Jr. I I thought that I was going to be able to trade back in. I, I think somehow Buffalo ends up with possibly both of them mm-hmm. in whatever fitting or way that they make it happen. Um, but I like that at 30. Uh, 31, back to the Ravens. I went, and I believe you had him slightly earlier. I don't know if it was to Baltimore or not. No, you had it to Jacksonville. I went with Trayvon Morig, safety out of TCU here. Uh, that was my pick number 31 to the Ravens. I had the Ravens go and tackle because I believe they plan on, or did they trade him already or are they plan on trading? They did trade him. That's how okay. they got the pick. That's what I figured. Um, I had them replacing basically plug-and-play Samuel Cosme out of Texas. I, I like it. Uh, I don't think it's the worst thing. The pick 32, end of the first round, before we get into round number two, uh, I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going with Landon Dickerson, interior offensive lineman from Bama. If I had to guess, this pick would be traded, but I have them going Christian Barrymore out of Bama, interior D-line. I respect that as well. I think it's a solid pick. Uh, pick number two, or round number two here, Gary. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars starting the round off, pick 33. In your exercise, you already had them go safety and quarterback. Yep. I had them go quarterback, wide receiver. I continue to try to rebuild that offense. I went offensive tackle Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. I also went tackle, but I went with a Bama tackle. I went with Alex Leatherwood. I think um, if Urban Meyer is smart, he gets his quarterback, maybe gets... And builds protection. Builds, builds protection, gets a, um, some defensive help there in the secondary. Um, I don't think they're going to stick to one side of the ball. I think they're going to be picking 
their biggest needs. Um, I, which is fair because I do have a pick like that coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I went with best available, and I think that they could use a first round receiver as well. Especially, I mean, they didn't have to give up DJ Chark, but right. If you can put those three together, and you're not looking at DJ Chark. Ooh, what is his name? Lavisca Chenault. Lavisca Chenault and Kadarius Tony. You've got a fun gadget type right. offense. Um, I also want Eichenberg though because Eichenberg, Eichenberg's falling because he hasn't medically tested yet, mm-hmm. and teams are panicking about that, and that's because he was asked to stay back because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick number thirty-four, the New York Jets. I went Edge Joe Tryon here. I what uh, what school is he? Washington. He's been kind of rocketing <coughs> the zoom tight. He's been rocketing up the board lately, uh, so I kind of like that a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, the Jets definitely do need some edge help, but I, I grabbed edge help earlier with Quiddy Pay for the Jets. Um, I have them going corner here. A lot of people are like, oh, what about a running back? What about a running back? I don't know. I just think that um, there's just so much running back talent, even outside of the top two, that um, the Jets will grab a guy like Chuba, Chuba Hubbard maybe later. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they sell out for Etienne or Harris, uh, but I have them going cornerback. Javon Holland out of Oregon. I like it. Um, I The Jets are in the position to make a lot of smart, intelligent moves. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's funny because I went cornerback at 23. You went edge, and then we flip flopped it without yeah. without knowing what we were how we were going. So we're kind of on the same wavelength of how we yeah, were right. trying to rebuild this here. Uh, I would say this is my first real big surprise of the draft here. Mm-hmm. Pick thirty five, the Atlanta Falcons. I went Najee Harris. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, we were talking about while we were eating dinner. Um, they really don't have a solidified running back. I mean, Mike Davis, but Mike Davis or Najee Harris, who are you going to take? You know what I mean? Um, definitely a good pick for uh, the Falcons at that value. Um, I also kind of have them getting a steal here. Um, I have them scooping up an edge. Um, Jason Away out of Penn State, I think at that value in the second round, it's a very solid pick. Um, it is. I guess it would scare me if I'm a Falcons fan because it reminds me a lot of Tack McKinley. Right. A guy who is raw and has all the, the, the talent, but he can't even put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, do, I dig it. Um, Dolphins fans might crucify me here. Me too. I'd like your pick better because that's something I had at pick number 21 here. Uh, but pick 36, the Miami Dolphins, I went Javante William. That's right. I did not go Travis Etienne here. Um, He's catching a lot of, um, like, hype. Yeah. And I could see Miami liking them more because he's got more of a bell cow feature to him, and we discussed that. Um, Etienne's going to be a guy who is going to probably need a 1A, 1B with him. Right, and um, Miles Gaskins and Etienne are the similar type of player. Correct. Uh, so, yes, I went Javante Williams. Who do you got here? 36, Gary. I have been going edge. Um, it's kind of a wild pick at the same time because of the uh, health issues that we talked about, but I have Jalen Phillips edge out of Miami. Yeah, I mean, the talent's completely there. Like we said, the, the health's what's scary, but if you're getting him at 36, I think that's a hell of a right. steal. Uh, pick number 37, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you went cornerback at 12 with Philly? Yeah, had, I grabbed Sertain, I believe. So you went corner at 12. What are you going here at 37? 
I have been going linebacker. Um, okay, you're rebuilding defense completely. Um, I know that they might need receivers, but you could still grab a couple of guys um, in like the third or fourth. But I have been going Nick Bolton out of Missouri. I think that they need to. Yes, their receiver need re, they need receiver help. Yes, they need a line help. But defense is winning people games right now, especially with a young quarterback. If you got a team that's got a very solid defense going out in the field. I think it gives you a little more confidence that, okay, maybe we can score some points for this defense as a, as a young quarterback. It's funny, I had to look back now, because Philly itself has four picks in the first mm-hmm. three rounds, and I actually went two offense, two defense. So I just kind of accepted that their team's not a great spot in general mm-hmm. and just built around all of it with best need. Um, but you went corner first round, I went receiver. Mm-hmm. I go corner here, and I go Eric Stoke out of Georgia. Uh Lightning fast, mm-hmm. gotta prove that he can put it together at the next level. He wasn't the the best corner in college. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of a goofy lineup. Yeah. Um. But I think Stoke could could be the worth the pick here. And I also didn't go offense the first two picks because it seems to me that they're not sold on Hertz at quarterback right now. Yeah. So they're not building an offense because they don't know what they who their signal caller is, and. I flirted with the idea of, hey, they're not sold with Hurts. Maybe let's go grab Kyle Trask. And, <laughs> um, I think Eagles fans would hate it, but it's a it's a, a very Eagles pick at that at that value. I like it. Uh, nobody thought Hurts was gonna be the second round pick last right, year. Right. Um. What do you have at thirty eight? I had um, the Bengals going with um, Kyle Pitts in the first. So they address their tackle talent now here. They grab Jackson Carmen out of Clemson. Tackle. Well, we both addressed tackle talent. I went Samuel Cosme since he still sat around that mm-hmm. long. Um, and I decided that it was probably the best bet to try to keep Joe Burrow standing. Mm-hmm. So I went Cosme at 38. Uh, I picked 39. Carolina Panthers here. I went Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. I know a Jamin. Real great guy. He is a great guy. We had him on the show. Um, About a week ago. Yeah. I had uh, the Carolina Panthers addressing their tight end position, um, something that they've struggled to have since uh, Greg Olson retired or left. I can't remember if he retired. Or I think he left and went. He left. Went somewhere else. But uh, I had them getting Pat Freermuth out of Penn State. Pretty solid addition and a very solid talent. Um, I think they stick with Sam Darnold at quarterback, and he gets a tight end that'll be kind of a safety blanket for him. I like that that decision. Um, pick forty. The Denver Broncos. We both went fields round one, right? Uh, yes. I'm going to go other side of the ball here. I'm going to go the quarterback of the defense. I'm going to give him Nick Bolton to be that okay. middle linebacker to call the plays and set it. So give me Nick Bolton here at 40. That's a very solid pick, um, especially since they got some some leadership on defense already um, with uh, Chubb and uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. Um, but I had Eichenberg. Uh, on a Notre Dame slip into them this far. Um, I think it's a very solid pick for them um, and a steal for the Broncos and a starter right away. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I had Eichenberg seven picks sooner. So it's a guy who I flirted with as a, as a potential first-round mm-hmm. talent. Um, and they can you can never have an offensive, offensive line help, let's be fair. Unless you have the top line in the, in the country and then you could still use nice rotation pieces, mm-hmm. you can never have enough help. Um, 41 here. I believe round one you went Detroit with a corner. 
Yes. I'm going to match Detroit. No, I with a receiver. I, think. I thought you went corner. Demonte Smith. Oh. Oh, that's right. You forwarded about because you weren't sure about Akuda. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, after going receiver, I'm going to go corner here. I'm going to give him Aaron Robinson out of UCF. Um, try to pair somebody with Akuda and hope Akuda can take the next step. Yep. Well, you can pair two young corners and try to have the next lockdown secondary. Right. I mean, that'd be a very, very good way to go about it. Um, I for the I might have the steal of the draft here for um, the Lions and falls of the second round. Everyone's gonna be like, wait, what? But yeah, um, if we're drafting by need um, and without any trades, I think Gregory Rousseau could end up falling to the second round and. Right here, I have the Lions taking them. I don't know. I'm, I'm cheating over and looking at your your board here, and I don't even know if I'd say this is the steal. I'd say your next pick might be the steal, and I'm also giving that the Giants. You and I are apparently just saying the Giants are gonna get the steal of the second round here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my second round pick, help, helping and aiding, I give the Giants Terrence Marshall Jr. Okay. Um, I was I'm a play. I'm someone who doesn't want Terrence Marshall Jr. as a first rounder. Yeah. As a mid-second round pick, I think Terrence Marshall Jr. could be a a nice nice addition to any offense there. I just think teams see the size and they're like, okay, there's not too and, much size and, in the draft. But that's what I'm saying. That's where I, I guess I'm calling Marshall Jr. now a, a big piece because he doesn't have to come in and be a number one. He's going to sit behind Kenny Galladay there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can learn with the Giants. You, on the other hand, went the opposite side of the ball. A guy who I had going as high as 20 maybe? Uh, 22 I had him at. You've got him at 42, a full yeah, 20 later. Um, and stuff like this happens, especially when we're drafting by need and so many teams need tackles as their first piece. Um, but I had Aziz Ojolari edge out of Georgia to the Giants. I like it, man. Um, I think he's one of the better edge rushers in the entire draft. Mm-hmm. So that would just help build heavily. It's, I mean, the Giants look like they're making out here for it. Right. Uh, the 49ers pick 43. That doesn't make sense. 43, 49, what pick is? Yeah. Uh, I went Creed Humphrey, interior offensive line, uh, Oklahoma. The Niners need to put whoever's a quarterback and keep him standing up. Uh, I'll happily go Creed Humphrey here. I had them, and I don't understand why it was one of their needs, but I had them taking a receiver here. Um, I believe they did they have two receivers graded or it was just it was two running backs and, and I know at least one receiver. Oh. Um out of North Carolina. They have two receivers. One of them's further one of them actually has slipped almost completely out of being like a top five round contention. Yeah. In Daz Newsom. So you went with Diami Brown. Yeah, Diami Brown. Um He's electric. He's fast. Yeah, he's fast. I basically was like, okay, they get Mac Jones. Um, so you're giving them Debo. They got Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's there. Ayuk's there all over the guy. Ayuk's there. Go up and get it. Big body. Mm-hmm. Debo can. Debo's He's more of your slot. Runner, um, route runner slot guy. But then Damani Brown. We watched Damani Brown, and I think he was the one that they're just like here, run a streak route almost every play. Yes. Um, and that's why we weren't super impressed by him. But he can take a top off the defense yeah. in the right situation. He's going to be worth it. He'll be. He'll be your here. We're going to throw it, and you're going to just run and catch it, kind of guy. Agreed. Uh, it's funny because I cheated over and looked, and without discussing this, I think this is the first time outside of the back half where you and I have the same pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick 44, Gary and I are both going to go with Carlos Basham Jr. out of Wake Forest. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a name. I don't know if it's the fact that he played at Wake Forest. I don't know if it just seems like a Jerry Jones pick. Uh, I always, when I <laughs> dra- mock for the Dallas, it's like, Jerry Jones never makes a smart pick. It's always the pretty pick, and he's the best name on the board. They already have a running back. Um, I mean, he could fucking go running back, too. Um, but still, I think we were on the same page here. Yes. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is funny. This is where we discussed how we're rotating picks through for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, here you went with... I had Travis Etienne um, reuniting with Trevor Lawrence. So I think he's. I've had him fall on the board long enough. Um, and with Jacksonville already addressing some of their top needs, um, they go, okay, well, Etienne's here. We can, we can have a one-two punch on our offense with him and Robinson, so let's go and grab him. We discussed having to cover both sides of the, of the field for Jacksonville. This is where, and this is the guy who actually got built up on me, courtesy of uh, Bryce Benjamin, who was on the show. Mm-hmm. I went with Javon Holland here, cornerback safety out of Oregon. Okay. Um, he's going to bring versatility. He can play all your positions on that defensive side of the ball in the defensive backfield. And Jacksonville hasn't had a really top defender since Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. So. Um. I'll gladly go Javon Holland here. Yeah, that's a pretty solid pick for him. Pick 46, um, the New England Patriots. I had New England grabbing a very New England guy, a small school guy out of South Dakota State. Oh, I really like him, though. Um, yeah, I know. Me too. We're high on him. Um, but I had him grab Cade Johnson, uh, a very quick guy, um, kind of fills the role of Edelman that he would have played. Fair enough. Um See, I went with the New England pick as well. Other way. Kyle Trask, quarterback of Florida. Yeah. Pick 45 in New England. Uh, it was weird. It's different. And I just, it seems like a New England pick to me. Yeah, um, definitely a New England pick. I can, if they don't go quarterback in the second, I can see it being a third, definitely a third round choice. Oh, for sure, which then you're looking at probably a Davis Mill or Kellen Mond, yeah. but uh, Gary, pick 47, who do you got? I have um, I have the Chargers addressing their interior offensive line, uh, going Wyatt Davis, guard out of Ohio State. I like it. Um... I've got the Chargers addressing the safety position. I've got them going Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. Um, the, the Chargers had a defense that was on the brink last year, mm-hmm. and I think they want to get another piece of that secondary where in case Derwin James can't stay healthy, they right. have that piece. Um, and I do that with Jamar Johnson. I think that they need to, at some point, add to their running back uh, room. As, the only issue is when Eckler gets hurt. When well, Eckler is mean. healthy, Eckler is a stud. Yes, but they saw it last year. It was almost night and day with how the run game went. Fair. Uh, pick 48, the Las Vegas Raiders. I went with Levi on Zurich, interior defensive lineman, Washington. That seems like a, like a Raiders pick to me. Yeah, A guy who's a little bit off the trail. I know he's a second-round pick, but I feel like they could probably have addressed other things here and I'm going to go with that. I have them going with another another offensive lineman but going with a guard this time so the first two picks um, are offensive linemen. I have them going Kendrick Green. They need offensive linemen. Fair enough. I like it. 
Um, pick number 49, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going with a guy who's kind of recently been jumping up draft boards here. Give me linebacker Baron Browning, Ohio State. Okay. Yeah, there's another Ohio State linebacker, Pete too. Werner. Yeah, Pete Werner. Um, let's see where I, mean, I had... Um, the Cardinals addressing interior D-line and going Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech. Milton Williams was weird for me because I had a tough time finding where to put him. Um, but I like that pick. I And I know that they just signed um, um, uh, J.J. Watt, but they... He's not there forever. He's not there forever, and um, they signed uh, the former Bills player to a big deal. He got hurt. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? He, we, he had like Jordan a, Phillips. Jordan Phillips, yes. I couldn't think of his name. Um, Jordan Phillips. And it's quite possible that, because he got hurt last year, if he doesn't produce early, they're going to be like, well, this was a bad signing. Yes. Uh, we need to replace this immediately. I dig it, man. Um, pick 50. This is where I said I would, I would write the ship here. Miami's going to go Rondell Moore, wide receiver out of Purdue here. I had him quite a bit later. You had him at the tail end of the first round. I yep. had him almost twenty full picks later, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just the way. Again, that, that's that's how it works. Especially if you're drafting by need without any trades. Yeah, uh, Rondell Moore, Purdue. Gary, what do you got for Miami? I have. Um, I think every pick I've picked for Miami was has been like an A uh, for my draft grade because um, I I used the um, I think it was the Pro Football Focus thing. It's just easy, real quick to use. But uh, I used, or I have uh, Levi, oh my goodness, Levi on Woozerick. On Woozerick out of Washington, interior defensive lineman. We didn't have him too far apart. I had him two picks prior to that. Um, I definitely get it, man. The, this is, this is, we're getting, we're getting to crazy picks here. Um, the Washington football team here. He fell way further down my board than I wanted. I know you had him actually quite a bit higher. I went Dylan Radons here. Offensive tackle, North Dakota State. Yep. Uh, this was what I'm hoping will fix their left tackle problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of that line performed pretty well, but they obviously didn't have Trent Williams last year. Trent Williams is now you know, not going to be there at all. Right. Uh, so hopefully Radons can step in and be their left tackle in the future. What do you got? Um, who did you have Washington taking in the first? Zaven Collins. I mocked Zaven Collins in the second. <laughs> did, did you have them go with Redunds in the first? I had them with Trey Lance. That's right. So I ended up having Zaven Collins slip to him too, uh, into the second round at pick fifty one. And at that at that value, that's a really good. That's a great value considering I had him thirty two picks mm-hmm. higher. Um, He's a first round talent. It's he just is. Way- it's a matter of how the the board falls sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick fifty two. I hated doing this right before Buffalo's pick. I have Asante Samuel Jr. at 52 to the Cincinnati Bears. Uh, or Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. <laughs> Cincinnati Bears. Since I almost said Cincinnati Bengals, Bears, Bengal Cats, Bear Cats. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a need now. They've moved on from Fuller. Samuel Jr. will step in and be a nice piece there. I have them finally addressing the quarterback position and grabbing Kyle Trask. Um, I think it's a good value at this pick for Kyle Trask. I think he can be anywhere between second and the fourth round. Yeah. Um, I think second being his high end, and then second be, being the the ceiling. Yeah, and then I I 
I can see it more in the third, but with how the quarterback board falls and Chicago being that desperate for a quarterback, I think they go Kyle Trask in the second. I can see it, man. Um, I Since we aren't covering the third round, I will say this. Uh, my Chicago third-round pick. Where is my Chicago third-round pick? I don't know where my Chicago third-round pick went. Uh, I want to say I had them go Davis Mills in the third. Okay. but I, No, I had Washington go Davis Mills, which means I had Chicago go Kellen Mond at 83. Um, Alrighty. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I tried to fix what you started last time. Mm-hmm. I want receiver for Tennessee here. I want Amari Rodgers out of Clemson. I mean, yeah, that's a um, that's a known name, but it's definitely a name that... Um, I don't know necessarily think I would have gone that high. Right. Um, but I think it's a very Tennessee Titans pick. Correct. Um, I have them going cornerback out of UCF. I have them going Aaron Robinson. Aaron Robinson, finally. Aaron Robinson's going to be a very good corner in this league, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so that would be a steal for them at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, pick number 54... Colts fans are still going to chastise me. Uh, cornerback out of Kentucky, Calvin Joseph. Okay. I think they need to get younger there. They only re-signed Xavier Rhodes for a one-year deal. I've seen I've seen him mocked in the first round of the Bills a couple times. Calvin Joseph? Yes. It's a little bit of a reach, but... Um, I have our boy that we've been pounding the table on, Jalen Darton out of North Texas. Uh, everyone's going to be like, what? He's kind of a small school guy. But his value is going up. Um, he could be anywhere from a second to a fourth round pick. Um, in I would be opinion. stunned to see him any further than the fifth. Right. Um, but I love Darden and what he brings to the table, and I think that there's a lot that can be brought still there. A, uh, a receiver with that much talent getting to Indy with um, a solid quarterback. Pittman, th- Hilton, Darden. Yeah. Sounds like a bunch of hotels. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm still not giving up on Wentz. I think Wentz is still going to be okay. I think he's better off where he is now. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, I have them with Jalen Darden. Pick number 55, and I hate doing this. I, I hate doing this. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Travis Etienne at pick 55. <laughs> yeah, um, I talked about it earlier. I don't believe the running back hype in the first round. Um, but I, I went the opposite end here. Um, I went with Najee Harris out of Alabama. Um, I guess they are infatuated with Najee, but I just don't think it's in the first round. I think, I think that they can wait and see. And that's the thing. Unfortunately, as we've seen running backs start to slide. Um, so that is it. I mean, Najee Harris to Atlanta was just kind of a split second. I don't think Atlanta ever thought they'd see him there. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I was just like, Oh, we're pulling the trigger here. Um, I think if Pittsburgh doesn't have to do anything to move around, and, I mean, Pittsburgh might move up to get one of these running backs, so they might not be pick 55. But I think if Pittsburgh sees one of these guys in striking range in the second, there's almost virtually no chance that they don't move up for one. Right. Um, pick 56, this is a guy who should never have slid this far. You said earlier he was a, a, a steal for you in the second. Mm-hmm. I've got Gregory Rousseau at 56 to Seattle. Um, I don't think by any means that he deserves to be going that low. No, but it's just, again, the way that the board fell. Um, I went with, because this is their first pick, I think, because they traded, they had traded their Correct. first round pick. Um, I had them going with a tackle only because it's like they need offensive line help so badly to help Russell. Russell's pounding for offensive line help. I had them going with tackle out of BYU, Brady Christensen. 
what's funny is you say that. I felt like it was a bit of a reach, but I, for the next pick, number 57, have the Rams going, tackle out of BYU, Brady Christensen. <laughs> yeah, I did feel it was a reach too, but with how many tackles had already gone, um, you and with the need that um, Seattle had, that's why I had him go there. Um, I had L.A. go with Jamin Davis out of Kentucky, linebacker. Love Jamin. He's a great guy. Yeah, real great guy. Um, pick number 58. Officially their first pick of the draft, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them going linebacker Jabril Cox. A guy who came out of a D2 school, had one real year of success at LSU, and he's got a question mark next to him. But uh, I like the ability of what he can bring, so I went him. I had Kansas City going edge uh, with Ronnie Perkins, Oklahoma. I like Perkins, I just didn't know how to make him fit here. I know. Here. Um, I... I because I wanted to go line, but I'm like, well, they did add offensive line. Um, a lot did, of offensive line. Yeah, they added a lot of offensive line, and they basically had no pass rush in the Super Bowl, so I'm like, I'll give them a pass rush guy here. That's fair. Um, I think that's the th- uh, I didn't actually go that way. That's shocking. Uh, pick number 59 here. We discussed that I didn't really want to go first-round talent mm-hmm. at edge. Obviously, they only have Jadavion and Clowney for a year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a guy who's been talked about as a potential first-rounder, who has a talent, but they think he needs developing. I want Joseph Asai here, edge out of Texas with Cleveland at 59. Um, I I also went with the D-line, but I went interior D-line. Um, at the first pick, I had them go with Koromoa, or Owusu Koromoa. Um, so they get the linebacker, and now they address their interior D-line. I had them going with Olim McNeil out of North Carolina State. McNeil's intriguing. Um, I feel like he's got so much upside and it's a matter of when he can unlock it. Right. He's got the size. I mean, the good thing typical. is for them, for him, he's going to a very talented D-line already, so they're not... He doesn't have to get forced right, right, right. right into mm-hmm. time. Um, and that's kind of the same thing I felt with Osai. If they can ask him to be like, hey, just plug this gap. Exactly, and that's how I felt with Osai. If Osai doesn't have to come out and, and be a, a... We don't need to do 60, a 10 sacks. Yeah, it's the thing. He doesn't have to be a 60% snap count. Uh, he can come in on rotation for the first year at around 40. At 40%, if you're teaching him and he's not seeing for, like, he's against, or he's opposite side Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it. Like, you're going to see 40, 35%. It get eased in, and you can still produce at that level in the pros. Uh, pick number 60, the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to finally give them a receiver here. You had him go a little earlier. I'm going to go Diami Brown, wide receiver out of North Carolina. Yeah, they just... They just got to figure out who their quarterback is. You're right, but it's going to help to have somebody to target there. What do you have here? I have them addressing their inside linebacker position. I have them going with Jabril Cox, LSU. I like it. I do. Um, New Orleans, for a team that picks this late, has so many needs right now. I know. It's because they had such an issue with their with, with the their cap. cap. Mm-hmm. Um, pick number 61, the Buffalo Bills are on the clock. I went Pat Freermuth. That would be a very good pick for the Bills. Um, you you obviously had him going about 20 higher. Yeah, I, I think Fairbooth is going to be a wild card because... Um, the Pe- teams are either going to salivate over his size and athleticism, mm-hmm. or teams are going to think, like, you somewhat have him, and like, oh, he's, mm-hmm. he's got a little to grow here. Especially since in the second round, there's only, <coughs> excuse me, there's only, like, two teams that really need tight ends. Um, there's a few, but... It's it's a matter of what their team needs are worse, I right. think. Um, but I have the Bills. I I was struggling with what to do here with the Bills, but I'm like, okay, maybe we'll go with an edge guy. Um, so I grabbed Peyton Turner, edge out of Houston. 
you're adding a lot of Houston parts to the line mm-hmm. now to match with Ed Reed. Yeah. Or Ed I think Oliver. It's just, it's just the way that the board goes. Fair enough. Uh, pick 62 here. The Green Bay Packers, I'm building around Aaron Rodgers again. I went with offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. I had them going with a corner. Um, I had them grabbing Calvin Joseph out of Kentucky. So he slid a little further on your board as well. Uh, Pick 63, as we're verging, closing up the draft here. Uh, I went wide receiver out of Western Michigan for the Kansas City Chiefs, Dwayne Eskridge. I had, um, since they went, since I had them go um, edge, I had them grab another offensive lineman, but I had them grab a center. But the thing is with centers is you can have them play He guard. can shift guard. Yes. He's very prolific. Um, I had him, I think, go at the beginning part of the second. So. But I had Creed Humphrey go to Kansas City. Uh, you can A lot of centers are that versatile. They can play guard center type of thing. I just saw your pick number 64, and I love it. So I'm going to let you finish the podcast with that. Um, pick number 64 for me, I kind of went with an opposite end here. It's a different style receiver that they don't mm-hmm. have to build on what they've already got. I went Amonra St. Brown out of USC. I almost had him go to Green Bay, but then I'm like, okay, Green Bay took Darius Tony. They don't mind. You can't put both St. Browns yeah. in Green Bay. Um, um, that'd be cool, but instead you went with. I had them grabbing a quarterback. Uh, they don't need too many holes to fill, but maybe backup quarterback position. I have David Mills out of Stanford, a guy that has kind of caught the attention of the league recently um, with his pro day. Um, but a guy who's not going to start right away and probably sit three to four years yeah. at the least, um, sit behind Tom Brady. But what better way to start your uh, rookie year than learning behind the, best the goat? Um, no, man, it's here. Draft mocks are done. There's no more time for mocking. It's only time for action. Guys, if you're listening and it's Wednesday, Thursday morning, hell, even Friday, jump on. Tiki Tribe TV on Twitch, our Facebook page, Fan Beast, it's Fantasy Beast FB Pod on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Follow us, like us, listen to us. We are going live. We are covering the draft. We cannot be more excited. We're very nervous. Yeah, but very excited. Gary, anything else you want to say? Um, yeah, we just, I just so far want to thank to all of our listeners. Um, we're really excited to get uh, this draft going. Uh, pop in and say hi to us on our live stream. Um, we'll be gladly, we'll be, we'll be, we'll gladly talk to you um, and think what you think about your pick or who do you think that your team's gonna pick or who you want to pick. Um, we'll discuss all that stuff, have some fun, and uh, hopefully um, provide some real good information for you on draft night. Yeah, we uh, we cannot hope anymore that we're gonna be able to at least leave a lasting memory that we had some stuff we looked intelligent and that we can at least entertain you guys. Right. Um, obviously, we're going to try to be more kid-friendly. We're going to try yes. to lay off some of the the dirty jokes that we've been known for. If you guys follow us from SCW and, and the cussing, uh, it might slip out here and there out of excitement. Yeah. It is draft night after all. Right. But we couldn't be happier to be able to go out there and, and hang around with you guys. Hopefully, we look professional in the process. And Gary, unless you got anything you want to close the show with. No, I mean, just thank you. That's thank right. you. Shout out to our our sponsors, uh, the Platter Box out of Hamilton, Ontario. Damien's great. Uh, and Therapy Sessions Buffalo. Jeanette's phenomenal as well. Jeanette's going to make me look real pretty before the show. Um, but, yeah, guys, 
Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. <laughs>